Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ether Real Project. I'm super excited today because I have my gorgeous friend, an amazingly talented makeup artist Aww. to the stars, <laughs> Lily Keys. Thank you, darling. Welcome, darling. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for being here because this is the second time that we've yeah, now recorded this podcast <laughs> or not the first time it wasn't recorded no. i'm gonna blame my husband barry oh Sloan yeah we've got a hashtag already hashtag blame, blame barry. barry hashtag mm. blame barry but we're thinking there's some greater reason as to why it didn't record the first time uh-huh. so this is going to be even better than the first yeah. one because the first we're one just gonna put amazing. that out there we're gonna put it out there and now, it is because i've just had reiki so i'm all oh my gosh zen. yes <laughs> there you go we yeah. did we just had an amazing reiki we session, did have an amazing we? reiki session i think that was probably like one of the best reikis i've ever had that was amazing because we've had some pretty amazing yeah they've all been amazing i feel like we need to just start and tell what happened in our reiki okay so at the beginning of the reiki i connected with lil and our intention we were doing a manifesting Mm -hmm. one weren't we Mm -hmm. and our intention was to like bring in abundance in all areas of life and it was going to be like really powerful manifesting but as soon as i connected at your head your dad popped in and was like i just thought it's lily's dad and then um, I just saw like a picture of like a bridge and a waterfall. Yeah. And then I just like jotted it down, half maybe like. But like you did a little doodle, reiki. and then you wrote next to a bridge. Bridge, yeah. So then at the end, I didn't really think much of it, but at the end of the reiki, I said to Lil, "Oh, and by the way, as soon as I connected at your head, your dad came in, and he yeah. sh- it, there was a picture of a bridge. He showed me a bridge." And Lil was like... I was like, immediately, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> and I was like, what, do you know what the, do you know what that means? The bridge? Because yeah. I didn't. I was like, I don't yeah, know what this means. Yeah, yeah. And I had pictures to even show you. Yeah. Because um, on the funeral, on my dad's um, funeral, we went to this really beautiful place called the Trout Inn in Oxfordshire, which, where we always used to go as a family, and my dad really loved it. And the whole thing about the Trout Inn is that it's, there's this beautiful river and a waterfall under the bridge mm. with these like triangular um, patterns in the bridge. And my mother had just sent me those images like three days ago, just to remind me because it's coming up to the three-year anniversary. And that was exactly what you drew, oh like with, with the triangles and the waterfall and the bridge. And you wrote bridge next to it. Yeah, like we both had chills. Um, I was crying. <laughs> I was like so excited because I thought, I almost thought, I don't really know what this is and Lil yeah. probably won't know what it is either, but I'll just draw it down. And just for it to be such an oh, important no. thing related to yeah, your yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, because that's where we scattered his ashes into wow. into the river <gasps> with the waterfall on the bridge. And it was so specific with like triangles mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. bridge and the bridge has like triangles. With that was amazing. Waterfall. That definitely... I definitely felt in the presence of an extremely powerful Reiki master. Oh, I love you. Oh, it was just so amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, amazing for me to give you that message where I just kind of flippantly said, oh, yeah. by the way, you know your dad. Um, so just a lovely message from your dad I there know, saying I love that, that. I love that. So that's that's a brilliant way to start a podcast. It's Yay. just come from that. Well, that's kind of what this podcast is all about as well. Mm. Like really, you know, what is real because just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not real right there's energies all around us and it's just finding ways to like tap into that energy through 
practices like Reiki or, you know, crystals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love oh, that. I love that. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about you and mm-hmm. what you do. Can you tell us how you, um, how you came to be the wonderful makeup artist that you are? Um, so I was always into um, drawing and art when I was a child. I was really into that. I went to art school. I loved doing my friend's makeup for like the school dances and theatre and stuff like that. But I never really thought back in the 90s that makeup was like a viable career. So, you know, at my school over there, everyone was like, oh, you need to do something professional or like a proper job. I didn't think that that was a thing. So I didn't actually do anything about it for a really long time. It was when I was... Um, working in an office as a receptionist and one of the guys in the office his wife was a makeup artist and I thought oh my god that sounds amazing so then I decided to um study makeup and I went to London College of Fashion I was made redundant from my my job so I used that money and my I was a single mom with my son Kai he was two years old and then when I was in college for makeup I went to Glastonbury Festival and I met this girl there who was the makeup artist for a really famous girl band in England called Girls Aloud. So we connected and she said, do you want to be my assistant? And I said, oh my God, yes, thinking that's not really going to come to anything. But she called me the next week and then I was her assistant for Girls Aloud. So that was my first job and I literally didn't really know what I was doing. But it was such a good learning experience and then it kind of just carried on from there. I assisted for five more years with other things, you know, did my own thing in England um, with shoots and um, some celebs and stuff. And then I also did Fashion Week in London, Paris and Milan nice. before moving over here to America. And then then it really went, it really like took off over here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember meeting you because we met through our daughters mm-hmm. who have like, Gracie and you have Ivy, both yeah. the same age. And they went to the same preschool. Yeah. And you just moved over here when we met. Yeah. Um, and we really connected through, like, <laughs> your whole story of how you manifested being here in yeah. L.A. And so can you tell us a little bit about oh that? Oh, my God. So I wanted to live in L.A. my whole life. Like, it sounds very shallow because it really got sparked by me watching 90210 and Melrose Place when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I want to live there. That looks so freaking cool. But I, I always had this dream of living in America, specifically LA. And when I was in England, I just knew it was going to happen. I knew it, I knew it. But, like, I couldn't think logically how I could make it happen. Like, realistically, it was so difficult. But I just knew in my bones it was going to happen. So I really manifested that. I had a manifestation page on Pinterest, and I had palm trees and images from LA. And, like, the you know, I'm really into books, for, for, for instance. And one of the images I had was of the last bookstore, which is the most beautiful bookstore in the world. I had that on my manifestation page, not even realizing that was in LA. Like, oh my God. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just because I love books. That wasn't a separate thing. But, um, yeah, so I just, I just proper believed that it was going to happen. And there was some... Parts of my mind sometimes would be like, oh my God, what if it doesn't happen? But I squashed those straight away. I was like, no, no, it's going to yes. happen. It's going to happen. Push like I literally, away. any doubt that came in my mind that we wouldn't get approved or we couldn't afford to move or whatever, I was like, no, I'm, I'm moving. moving. Yeah. And then I forced my husband to move. <laughs> like, I've got a dream, babe. I've I know. Got a dream. <laughs> and then it happened. And, uh, you know, and this is what we we're talking about before as well is that. 
I'm so grateful I've been here nearly six years and I never ever stop being grateful that I'm here. Like I see a palm tree in my review mirror when I'm driving. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I live in LA. <laughs> so happy. But that is so important because gratitude is everything. Because mm-hmm. while while you're gratitude, you can then draw in even more great energy. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with where you are in your life, then it's really hard to bring in things that are, you know, gonna better your situation. It's so important to Focus on the things that you do have in order to bring in more things that you want. Yeah, I feel like that's really important. And I feel like, sorry, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I don't even have to try and be grateful. Like I'm already grateful because it's something that I wanted so much. And now that I have it, I'm like, I still can't believe it's happened. I still like 10 years ago, if someone had said to me, this is going to be you. This is where you're going to be living. This is what you're going to be doing. I would have been like, oh my God, (laughs) did I just win the lottery? Do you know what I mean? And that was my dream. Obviously, everyone else has different dreams and whatever, but that was my dream to live here. So it's all happened. It's so funny. And I feel like I, yeah. I feel like that as well. Like I have to pinch myself sometimes. I'll be driving down the PCH to Malibu, looking at that gorgeous (laughs) ocean and be like, how am I I here? I know, I know know exactly how you feel. Yeah, I too believed that I would always live in America and it would be Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) So superficial. (laughs) That's why I told me it was so shallow. I remember saying to my mum when I was 16, I think we were having an argument and I was like in a mood and I said, well, you know what, I'll be living in Hollywood soon, so (laughs) don't even worry about it. And she just laughed at me and she went, okay, get your head out of the clouds. And I was always told that now granted I didn't move like soon after that because I was 16 but actually 10 years after that I was in Hollywood yeah (laughs) that's amazing yeah I love that um but I want to talk a little bit about your manifesting through um magic and you found like a beautiful Mm -hmm. you have a beautiful spell book yes I do um so this is how I came to manifest my husband (laughs) yes this is the story I want you to tell although I didn't put a manifestation board or anything for him I just I did a spell from this amazing book that I found because I was really into paganism and witchcraft and everything um Soon after I split up from my son's dad, so that was back in 2005. And this book is amazing because it's all going in, you know, it goes into the, um, you know, ages ago, olden days where witches were burned at the stake, but really they were just like earth mothers. Like people didn't understand what these women were they weren't evil and when I say witchcraft I'm not talking about in an evil way whatsoever no and I was gonna say that because it's like it's a fearful term for yeah a lot of people. it is even yeah. myself I mean yeah. I was born on Halloween for goodness sake and I'm just like <laughs> the word witch does scare me yeah but now I come to the same realization that actually yeah. a lot of that is is from like the you know religions <clears throat> that have kind of put this fear oh my god evil for sure for sure and it was just spiritual women spiritual women who weren't like in the catholic religion or in a certain religion you know they weren't doing any i mean i'm sure they were crazy people obviously there always is but anyway this book is all about that it's it's really all about like mother nature and earth and that kind of thing but calling things to to yourself via the universe asking the universe for things so the spell that i did i was 29 years old i had a 
three-year-old son and I was a single mom and the spell was called a life mate love spell so it's for people that are done with dating around they want to meet their life partner they want to meet their soulmate and so I did this spell and you had to have like roses and spring water and dragon's blood which is a herb and do this you know not really a chant I mean I think there was a chant yeah it was a ritual because you had to do it under a waning moon I mean I'm just drawing this from memory but you should put the book as a reading list at the end for people to get it yeah 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 Um, and then you basically had to say what you wanted in a partner not be too 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 specific but the qualities that you wanted them to have and then um you keep the red petals when they die and fall off you keep them under your bed and within three months you're supposed to meet your soulmate well three months later nothing happens I was like well obviously this is a load of rubbish (laughs) but then I started dating Liam and um within a month or two I knew that he was the one and I was like this is the guy I'm gonna marry came across this spell book again like a year later and I read the spell again and I looked at the dates and I realized that I met Liam within those three months I met him it had worked yes it worked because we I friend zoned him at first so we were friends for eight months before we started dating but I met him in those three months oh my god and we've been together 13 years and he is like the best person I could yeah imagine myself or anyone for so I I totally I always tell him that I cosmically ordered him. <laughs> <laughs> you did cosmically I know. order him. But he cosmically ordered you as well in some way. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Even though he's totally not into any of this, is he? <laughs> His he is a little. Subconscious did. Subconsciously he is. Subconsciously he called for me. He did. But I think when he tells the story, he like, you'd been on his radar for quite a while and mm-hmm. he was like really trying, and like you say, you friend zoned him. Yeah, friend zoned him. So like he was him. totally manifesting you. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the important message behind like the spell book and like yeah. you said, it's like everything is energy. So it's, putting your energy into one yeah. particular vision yeah. and really just putting it to the test yeah. because what have you got to what lose? What have you got to lose exactly? That's that's exactly what I've always felt. Like there's nothing wrong with you putting something out there or just believing it's going to happen. I mean, what there's nothing bad that can happen. It's, it's either going to happen or it isn't. And yeah. it is going to happen if you fully believe it, yeah. I feel. Exactly. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> I tell everyone that story. So I've, I've sent the spell to quite a few people. Have you? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's worked for them. I don't know. I don't think so yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Not believing I'm sure they would have told me. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about your art days because mm-hmm. you have some amazing works mm-hmm. at your house, don't you? Your paintings. Well, of mine, well, I mean, I'm glad you think that they're like, amazing. Oh, That's they're really so sweet, good. babes. I don't, I'm not sure anyone would buy them apart from you. Just I would totally buy them. I know you would. I'm I'm sure many other people would. Katie would buy them because (laughs) we connected as well over our obsession, not obsession, love of mermaids. And like, I do have a very um, like magical feeling for mermaids and I know that you do too. So we started talking about that. This is why we call each other merm. Yeah, we do. We call each other merm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we were talking about mermaids and I showed you my paintings, which are of mermaids, most of them. I even have a tattoo of a mermaid, but it's 
it's horrible but the paintings <laughs> the <laughs> tattoos not there. good guys don't get tattoos when you're 20 especially like <laughs> 10 inch long ones <laughs> i'm gonna have to see this tattoo oh, so, you never showed me no, that because before. it's awful <laughs> it's so bad see you should have done your own tattoo and then it would have been i know amazing. i know i should have done but anyway I, I really want you to take a picture of your mermaid art so that i can oh, post it with I the podcast will. oh yeah um, no, i will do but we did connect over that because i remember you showing me your pictures and I'm like oh, you draw mermaids I yeah. draw fairies <laughs> <laughs> and then I like show you my fairies from when I did A-level art and oh my god college. I love your fairies <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we actually had time in between busy schedules and kids oh. and stuff to have an art day oh we need to do, you do know what that I mean? it's so important so I know I would love that I know we should do that just get the easels up and the candles and music yeah because it's so important to keep that creative energy mm-hmm. flowing mm-hmm. and that was a big message in our Reiki today it's like people who are so creative like ourselves who are artists really need to keep that fueling that um gift because otherwise we become blocked and and overwhelmed and frustrated yeah Yeah. i know i get very frustrated when i'm not able to do my art because obviously we're both busy mums as well i mean you have kai who's gonna be turning 17 17 on friday the 13th (gasps) Oh my gosh, I, know. I can't believe he's almost 17. I know, I'll tell you after the podcast what he wants for his birthday, it's hilarious. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear. Um, and then Gracie turns 10 on Thursday yeah. on the 12th. Yeah. And you also have Ivy. I have Ivy, who is 8. And how old is Lennon now? Three? So Lennon's going to be, yeah, 4 in July. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's right near my birthday. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the 20, 23rd. 23rd, yeah, mm-hmm. he's the 20th. so anyway the point there was we're busy mums and it's often hard to find the time Mm -hmm. to fuel that artistic expression but it's so important it is important yeah yeah and actually I started a vision board at the beginning of the year and on there I put um artistic expression fuels the soul and then I put pictures of the kids painting on there and since then we actually have been doing a lot more painting together and stuff. That's so nice. Yeah, so I feel like it's a good reminder to like yeah. a vision board. So I feel like, like it's so things. important to do that, maybe especially for kids these days, just always on their devices. I mean, Ivy is anyway, and Kai, but like, I need, you know, just to get them away from that. Yeah, it's quite worrying, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you find this, but I know because Gracie loves Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So I'll let her have a little time to do that now and again. But if she's on it for like over... 20 minutes mm-hmm. and she's sometimes on it for like you know mm-hmm. an hour she just gets really angry oh my god so does ivy she's not an she's person, in a really but, really yeah. bad mood when she comes off it i'm not yeah. joking and i said this to liam the other day i was like if i take if, if she's been in trouble and i take her ipad off her for two days she's like a different person yeah she's so chill yeah absolutely she gets in a really bad mood when she's on it too long yeah. It's weird. You really, really see yeah, it. Yeah, so we I need to move them away from that for sure. Like, everyone should. Yeah, because especially with this next generation, it's like social media mm-hmm. and like the video game. It's just such a, it's such a yeah, worry for me. Yeah, it is a worry. I feel like we need the perfect antidote to social media I for know, kids. I know. Because I see like just, you know, so many young kids, nieces mm-hmm. and nephews on social media and there's such a pressure to keep up appearances Mm. and like you know we're all so worried about how we look and it doesn't matter I know like that stuff really doesn't matter yeah you're right um so yeah we need to start doing more art days I feel (laughs) let's book one in yeah let's do it like a spiritual art day and everyone should do that once a month 
Oh, Even I if you can't this. paint, be fun. <laughs> yeah, because it's not really about creating masterpieces. It's mm. just about like actually like getting your energy out. Yeah, your creative expression, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. And I really felt that when Gracie went to school. I don't know how you feel. Imagine Ivy's in a very creative mm-hmm. school, isn't mm-hmm. she? So Gracie was in mainstream education and they just don't do art. Really? I would have to go in and teach art and they'd have one lesson every two weeks. Oh, that's crazy. And she crazy. was just so creatively, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, stunned it was awful I mean, she's in a new well she's happy now. now yeah she's I mean, so happy now she's, she's in a done. new oh thank you ma'am <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit more about your manifesting because mm-hmm. I feel like you're such a powerful manifester and there's actually more to your story like because I know when you were saying about manifesting from over here to LA mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first podcast that we recorded <laughs> you told me about how you would go Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. That's true. I mean, I forgot about that to mention it again today. But yeah. Oh my god. I was so desperate to leave. (laughs) I was so desperate. And no offense to England because I love England, but I just wanted to live in America so badly. This is actually years ago before I was with Liam. I used to go to Heathrow. And hang around the airport <laughs> so I could look at the planes and just freaking magic myself onto them. <laughs> and Heathrow is not close to London. It's a mission to get there. Oh my god, but this yeah. is so powerful. <laughs> but that's how badly I wanted it. Wow. And if you talk to Liam about it when we were together, if you talk to him about how much I wanted to come here. Even him, he's got PTSD about it now because he's like, you drove me insane. <laughs> like, I literally didn't stop talking about it every day. And now when I look on, you know, Facebook has the memories and you yeah. can, like, go and look on your memories. My Facebook statuses from years ago are always like, I want to live in LA. I want to be in LA. Like, everything is, like, wow. about being here and not wanting to be there or not wanting to be anywhere else but being here. Wow. So when you look at that from years ago, you're like, oh my God, I did it. I did See, it. And if you think of it as energy and a build of yeah, yeah, energy, yeah. you put so much energy out there that mm-hmm. you wanted to live here. You mm-hmm. went and looked at those planes <laughs> leaving and you imagined yourself on that plane. That could also be someone who doesn't have a lot of like work going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of time on your hands yeah, back then, right. though. <laughs> Hop on the Piccadilly line. I'm so amused. Like, I wonder if people thought you were like a crazy you know like a plane spotter and you're like writing down the numbers of the planes oh my god that was my dream just going to Heathrow I'd be like I'm getting out of here oh dear oh I love that but that is one of the important parts of manifesting so for anyone who's really wanting to bring things into their life Mm -hmm. it's so important to imagine imagine that you're living that life so like you can play your own mind movies really like feel it play it in your mind you can do it in a meditation you can close your eyes and imagine that you're living the reality I did that a lot yeah I did that a lot yeah and then the the other part of it is active faith so you've imagined it Mm -hmm. but now you're living without a doubt like you know that thing is Mm -hmm. already done and Mm -hmm. it's on its way Mm mm-hmm So, like, can we talk about the green card? Because I know you're bringing in your green card. Yeah. And you've started saying, oh, you're getting a green card this year. I mean, 
I mean, we'll have to do an update when I get it. We will. You know, well, because... No, no doubt that green card oh is, my like, God. done. It's already done. Yeah. And, and it's not even like I've applied for it. I'm, I've applied for the green card lottery. So it's a lottery system. But as soon as I did it, actually before I even did it, I'm like, I've got this. I'm going to get it. My name's going to be in our... It's going to be on that list and I'm going to get it. And I just knew it in my head. And of course, it's like, oh my God, what if I don't? But I just pushed them away. Yeah. When I sent it off, I was thinking it... And now I'm telling people, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'm getting the green card this year. Yes. Like I'm making it a reality before it is a reality. I only find out in like two months, but um, yeah. it's going to happen. Well, you know, one of my most favorite sayings is your word is your wand. Yeah. So talk about what you want your reality to be. Try yeah. not to get involved in negative talk. Too. Yeah. I mean, I know we're only human and it's hard. Not, but no, exactly. You have to be positive with your word and you have to talk things into being. Yeah. And so by doing that, it's... Because I feel like, you know, I was going to say, oh, it would be a funny story if it doesn't happen. But I don't even want to no, say that. No. I don't even want to put the negative out there. Done. I'm like, it's done. And I knew it was done look, when I sent it off yeah. like I just knew it's absolutely already done <laughs> it really is I want to just quickly tell the story about when I we were applying for our green cards mm-hmm. and um, this was maybe like six five or six years ago and we were in the immigration lawyer's office and she was just about to send off all the paperwork and she said okay I'm gonna seal this up ready to go and then I said oh I'm sorry could I just take that before you um you know mail it out and she was like oh okay and I sat I sat in front of her and I closed my eyes and I put my hands over (laughs) over the package and my poor husband was mortified like what is she doing and I said um in my head, I like called in Archangel Michael and I was like, I visualized a, a blue ball of light all around the contract and I put my Reiki symbols into it as well. Oh my God. And I said, um, please take this to whoever it is that makes the decision and let it come back so fast, yeah, like as yeah, fast yeah. as possible. <laughs> and so I did all this kind of in my head, although she knew I was doing some kind of weird like chant I suppose or invocation and then I gave it back to her and I said this will be the fastest one that you've ever processed and you could <laughs> tell she thought I was crazy and Barry was like I, he was embarrassed and then <laughs> I love the story <laughs> but then like maybe I want to say it was like three and a half four months later which on average that you wait so like six like months you may over a year. a year you wait up yeah. to a year for the yeah. green card and um, so she called me the lady Lisette and she was like I just can't believe it like this is the fastest one that we've ever processed and oh she my was god like, babe seriously you need to put that in your but you need to tell that needs to be like a thing well like I always tell book. that story when I'm yeah. teaching my Reiki okay. students but um, I just think it's such a classic it's example so great. of like Leaving and yeah. your word being your one yeah. and not worrying about what exactly. other people think. And also, because we were saying this before, like you've got absolutely nothing to lose. You've got yeah. nothing to lose. So why don't you just try it and see what happens? But yeah. you need to believe it. You need to just in your whole being, right? You need to be like, it's done. It's yeah. just gonna happen. Absolutely, like mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And like you say, when those doubts come in, you just know what they are. That's mm-hmm. just your ego mm-hmm. trying to pull you out of your I magical state of being. Like push them away. It's already done. I love it. Yeah. That's because you're very powerful and amazing. Oh, I love you. Well, so are I you. I love you, ma'am. So powerful and amazing. <laughs> but you know, like the, that power really does lie within all of us. And yeah. it's all about believing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
mm. and believing in something greater than ourselves like as in the universe is supporting you it's yeah. not against you yeah. and when you work with the universe and you in whatever capacity whether that is through angels or energy work or even just like looking up at the stars yeah. and asking for something to come in you know it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anything too woo woo yeah just like having that surrender yeah well like that energy can flow in then yeah, and yeah, flow yeah. to you yeah so I feel like that's why you know why would we say why we're so powerful because <laughs> <laughs> we're always working with those energies yeah. all around us aren't yeah. we yeah Yay. And you do Reiki that. too, don't you? I do Reiki, yeah. I've got Reiki one. Although I don't do it on people like you do, like for a whole session. But I um, I did it because I, you know, as a makeup artist, I'm in someone's personal space all the time. And I'm around people that, you know, there's times where their energy is really, you know, flappy or frenetic. They're just about to perform or they're about to go on the red carpet. So for me to have grounding energy in that space was very, I feel like it's a real bonus for someone that works on someone else with their hands or in a closed space. So I feel like I can also kind of do even a five minute Reiki on someone just to kind of calm them down and ground them before they have to go and perform or do what they have to do. And people are loving it really. I mean, I get everyone on the crew now asking me they're like oh can you do me can you do me <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm doing it right because I'm just like sensing are. an energy you know but I'm so new I'm like okay well I'm just you know feeling the energy and doing this thing but I feel the energy and they always say they feel the energy like a wow. lot and people you know I've had really good feedback and I'm only doing little five minute bursts here yeah, and there I think that is amazing yeah. and like you say like Reiki is so good for like balancing and grounding so when you've got like your high profile clients yeah they're about to go on and do a performance or they're yeah. about to go on the red carpet yeah what a lovely gift no for you I to know give to I them. love that I need to I need to I need to practice it a bit more though still just so I'm feeling yeah. confident as well not that I'm not confident but you know I'm not as like I'm not like you or like well I've been doing it for like a exactly decade, <laughs> I'm like there's your Reiki babe <laughs> really with Reiki it's all about intention like if you've got that intention for that to channel mm-hmm. that energy that's what I'm it's doing so yeah. easy it just flows through yeah. you and it's all about just being that clear channel for the yeah. person yeah. which I think is amazing that you no, do I that know. I love that oh so yay. yeah but it's all you know I found out really mostly about Reiki from you and you were the first person I think you're the only one who's done Reiki on me <gasps> oh no I have had one other person actually at the event that we went to Oh, there I was a Reiki person oh, there. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. We went to an amazing event yeah. the other week. Um, oh, lovely. Yay, yeah. well, thank you so much. I feel like, is there anything else that you want to talk about? I feel like we've covered... I think we've covered most of it. manifesting and makeup. Yeah, spirituality. Yeah. Um, and then else? we had that board. Oh, and mums. And, and being mums. a mum, actually, because that yes. was new in this round of podcast uh, try to. <laughs> yes, we didn't incorporate that. Oh, and oh, we also, maybe we did wait, we didn't have that gorgeous message from your dad. Maybe that was the whole reason. Oh, yeah, because that, that's we started it off like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that was the whole reason why it didn't. It didn't record. So we'll take away our hashtag of blame okay, Barry. we won't blame Barry. And we'll thank Barry. <laughs> hashtag thank hashtag Barry thank, thank Barry the universe <laughs> well, thanks so much for having recorded. me oh thank you so much for coming in and just before you go can you tell people where they can reach you how they can find you um, 
Sure. So my Instagram is Lily Keys, L-I-L-L-Y underscore K-E-Y-S. And I guess that's the easiest way to reach me or see me. My agent's email is on there. You can email me from there. So everything's just kind of on there. Amazing. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you so much again. It's been so fun, darling. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Oh, 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 oh,